Are you sitting comfortably? Lights turned down. What about some candles, for a little added atmosphere? That's better. Favorite book to hand. What's that you're reading? A collection of Victorian ghost tales. Conan Doyle, M. R. James. Excellent. Both of them able to conjure a chill up the spine of a winter's night. Kipling was another one, and you particularly want to read this evening, as the computer has been playing up the last few days, and you are in fact rather nervous of it. Well, playing up isn't perhaps the word; it's been apparently switching itself on without any of your assistance. This is becoming somewhat unnerving, the more so, as it has started typing out messages for you to read, and you are quite convinced you haven't installed any of those smart voice recognition programs. Let's face it, you can barely cope with straightforward emails, and are still quite proud of the fact that you set up your own internet connection all on your own. So stick to the book. Good. Ignore that little green flashing light. After this morning's oddish experience, that was quite disturbing, wasn't it? You had to go and sit in the other room for a while, just to calm down. All you'd done was switch on as usual, and as it's the weekend, you thought you'd carry on playing that funny game, didn't you? And why not? One of those Victorian detective things, full of scenery, clues, and puzzles to while away an aimless hour or two. Only what happened? A message came up, saying, "Have you checked the back door? They are waiting, you know." Just like that. Nothing to do with the game. And if you recall. You were supposed to be questioning Lord Mersworth concerning the disappearance of the butler, and this message came up on the screen. So what did you do? You initially thought it was a computer glitch, didn't you? Ignore it. Message came up again, however. Check the back door. But doubt was there now. Planted very effectively at the back of your mind. After a few false attempts to continue gaming, you gave in, went down to check, and the door was unlocked. You were convinced you had locked in the night before, and you hadn't been anywhere near it since. But here's the problem: How did your computer know to tell you that? Where did the message come from? Has someone been playing pranks? How and when? That was when you went and sat down in the other room, cup of tea, puzzling it out. Memory evidently not what it was. So, back to the book. Turn the page. Wonderful, evocative description of Victorian London. Enthralling stuff. But a familiar flicker of light from the corner of the room catches your eye. The computer has switched itself on again, 
you sit, frozen, waiting and watching as the screen gradually unfolds its usual kaleidoscopic imagery for your inspection. You are a little put out now. Live the book. Stamp over to the computer, ready to tinker about to see what is going on. And there the game is again. The case of the hurtling herring, or whatever the hell it's called, London 1880, is displayed across a scene of dark narrow alleys, gaslit and mist-laden. The graphics are good, brave reviews on the back of the pack. In fact, one of the reasons you bought it in the first place, along with the great voiceovers and so on. Must be some virus. Caught the computer on some loop cycle rerun thingammy. Hit a few buttons. Nothing. New message on the screen, however. Better look at the window. This is not making sense. The message is followed by Did you test out Lady Musworth's alibi? Then and has the cat been let in? Confusing, as well as upsetting. The cat has been conspicuous by its absence. Been on a walkabout. No longer quite in command of your own action now. You go again to the back door. You can hear a distant, pathetic mewing as you come up to it. Let the cat in. Lock door again. Trail back upstairs, wishing you'd taken the pizza out of the freezer earlier. It will now take a good half hour, and the oven will need warming up. There are smells as you return to your room, however. Enticing baking smells. And there, on the table, is a freshly baked pizza. On its plate, knife and fork to match. You affect to ignore it and march straight to the computer. A new message on the screen. It will get cold if you don't eat it now. Almost sulking, go back to the table, seat and munch, willing it all to disappear. It doesn't, so try to distract your mind. The Mersworth case. Stunning interior design of the family home. Beat he above the butler. Quite liked him. But what about that scratched teapot on the table? Surely that was meant to be a clue. You've been concentrating on the plate while you chew. But now you look up and see on the table in front of you the teapot. The Mersworth teapot from the case of the hurtling herring complete with scratch and all. Can you pick it up? You can. So you examine the scratch quite carefully. The lead falls off and rolls about briefly in the tabletop. You peer inside the pot and find a piece of folded paper. Finally a clue. Scrolled across in an artistically diagonal manner to Lady Musworth. Madam, this is your final warning. 
Meet me in the conservatory and bring me the painting. Last piece of pizza gone, so hurry back to check on the game. Lady Merseworth is already in the conservatory, holding a small portrait. Awe-inspiring artwork. Just marvelous details. Positively 3D. You can feel, however, that she is in terrible peril. She should have gone there. You want desperately to warn her. But tapping on the screen doesn't help. Nor does she seem able to engage in dialogue. She's trapped in there with the Aspidextra and fig trees. And whoever it is that said the assignation. The on-screen scene changes to a foggy road with trees and a horse-drawn cabbie racing along at full speed. And now, a new message comes up. Look out of the window. Why do you hesitate? You stare at the screen. The computer continues. Go over to the window. Pull back the curtains. Look out of the window. So you do just that. Hesitation has been replaced by overwhelming curiosity. As you switch the curtains back, you jump in mild shock. The street has disappeared, enveloped in clouds of fog, the like of which has not been seen for at least a century. You can hear from some detached voice out there. The street lights are smoky and orange. You open the window in disbelief. The sounds that greet your ears are the perfect soundtrack for a basil ratbone golden oldie. Horses, hooves, carriage wheels, footsteps, shouts and cries. In fact, as you peer out, a handsome cab with trim white horse trots up to the standstill outside the house. The driver sits, whip held high, evidently waiting. For whom? You look back at the computer screen. New message in big letters now. Time to go. Lady Mosworth is in danger. It is a few days later. Detective Inspector Beddoes is standing in front of the computer, which has seemingly jammed and refuses to respond to the attention of his top nerd. I hate these disappearance cases. There have been far too many recently. He picks up the DVD cover from the desk. Immaculate Victoria images adorn it, with the title picked out tastefully in silver-green tones. The case of the hurtling herring? He reads out in pained disbelief. I wish it was that easy, he shrugs irritably. Well, he demands of his assistant, still pressing keys and attempting to resurrect the recalcitrant digital beast that sits fairly glowering at them. The nerd shakes his head. A decision is reached. The whole area is cordoned off. Once the police car has drifted off into the distance, there is a flicker of light on the screen as the wretched monitor finally decides to wake up. And there you are, inside Lady Mosworth's conservatory, 
tapping frantically at the screen from the wrong side in a now vacant room. Tapping. 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 There. Will that do you? Sleep well. Are you sitting comfortably? By Julia Warren was read by Jonathan Brandt.